You're listening to Once Upon a Time. I'm Josh. And I'm Steph. Here we are, episode six. Yay! Much earlier than last week. Yeah, our recording, not the <laughs> yes. episode. I was like, yes, the episode was right on time. Right. Right. But yes, we're earlier too. Yay. Yay us. us. Progress. Yay. The bear so, and the bow. Oh. So how you been? I'm good. How are you? Oh, do we wanna do we wanna be relatable or do we wanna just jump in? I I, I think I it's say important we both. To, I think we can actually be relatable while we talk about the episode. I, I hope so. Because I think that's where we excel. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what we do. We're so, relatable. So the bear and the bow. What did you think of the episode? You know, I don't know. I think so. Here's my overtaking. Um, Merida is just mean. I don't like her at all. I liked her a lot better when she was a cute little Disney character. Emma, in her dark swan voice, I don't know, Merida. I think this is what we need to do. It's very sing songy, it's very deep. And it's like she's figured the only way she can be evil is to have a really deep and really sexy and lovely different voice. And it drives me nuts. I can't stand her voice. Rumple is back. Yay. There's a lot of bell on this episode. Like a lot of bell in this episode. Merlin's cool. The swashbuckling at the start was really cool. I liked it. I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. I think I like last week's better. I don't know. Who am I? What do I know? <laughs> well, you are my wife, and this well, is yes. our it's Once true. Upon a Time podcast. Yes. And it's unofficial. Oh, it's way unofficial. For now. <laughs> it's probably always going to be unofficial. Uh, so I say that we just jump right in. We're going to do like we did last week. I really thought that worked out well. Oh, with having it on while you're fire, talking? Fire up the episode on the ABC app, mm. just in case there's anything that jogs our memory and jumps out, something, anything that we need to discuss. Okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm just going to fire that up. Go for it. And I'm going to maybe... I like how you stall. You need longer arms or a shorter table. Or I need to put it to where it's within reach. I wonder if you could use like a selfie stick to poke it. That might work. Well, I wouldn't know. What else are people using selfie sticks for? Man, I'm glad we didn't buy one of those ever. Why would we? I I don't know. People did. They're everywhere. I don't know. People are vain. I know what what purpose they serve, but. Yeah. All right. So. How did we end last episode? With the end of the episode? Oh, really? Is that how we're going to do this <laughs> That's now? That's how we're going to do it. Well, hang on. I have to look. So we talked about um, Henry was looking down. Oh, Henry was looking down from the window mm. as Emma was looking up. And he was very upset with her because his mama had ripped out his girlfriend's heart or whatever she is and made her do stuff and break his heart. That's how I left that. When, when last we turned in. So this episode starts with swashbuckling and flashes of light. It was awesome. It was awesome. It, it was, was like really the cool. most it was action exciting. it's ever. Yeah. I was like, what are we? Because honestly, when it first came on, I was like, what are we watching? What are we recording? It started out with a bang. It Unlike did. this podcast episode, where I think we're starting to warm up a little bit. Oh, you think now. so? We had to stretch. I think so. We had to stretch. Had to stretch. A little. Do a little. That's what we didn't do. We didn't stretch. We didn't. We didn't stretch first. Mum, 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 and mum. And my hammy kind of tightened up on me a little bit. <laughs> Just from sitting uh, here. Okay, I think it's going to loosen up. I hope All right, so. here we go. No, this episode shoot. started with a bang. Yeah. We've got Merlin. We've got, uh, obviously, he's the one that is providing the fireworks. Um, Hook and it kind charming. of uh, releases some flashes of light to stun uh, the soldiers there yeah. in the, uh, in the hallway. dungeon. Dungeon. Mm-hmm. And in charge, Charming and Hook. With Belle. With Belle. Why is Belle I don't know. with them? And she doesn't have her thing. There's no jar. Oh, the flower. The flower. Uh, the bell jar. That's a different... I know. That's what I call it. It's the bell. Didn't anyway. Really, I didn't really care for that book. <laughs> it was a horrible book. And so... But they, she's, she proved to be necessary because she helped Merlin uh, with a spell that he needed to release. Uh, aren't you the clever one? Yeah. Was there a moment there? Between, Glad somebody noticed. Was yeah, there, there was, they had a was thing. there a moment there? <laughs> they had a thing. Well, what else is she doing? So well, yeah, mean, she, she is was very clever. Still married. No, well, I don't know. If right? They, yeah. Because yeah. if they became an island uh, item, what would you call them? Berlin. <laughs> I don't think you'd call them Ber- anything. Berlin? No. Well, <laughs> anyway, we digress. Merle. 
Merle. Merlin and Belle. L. Merle. Merle. That'd be very difficult. I like Berlin. 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 How, how about they don't become an item? And we don't Absolutely. even have to worry about it. First time I think I've ever seen in any of these episodes where you know usually have some item in the title card mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. in the background. This is the first time I can remember that they actually had something, uh, some sort of action towards the logo with the arrow. They may have Piercing. done it before. You I know sure? that they've had action logos before. I don't. Somebody would know that. I'm sure. Not us, apparently. Not us. Because- I mean, well, the, the the bug has been there and the bug's moved. I'm trying to think if. Maybe going towards the logo. I don't know, Joshua. Maybe going towards the logo. Yes, that's the first time. But the arrow went poop and popped it or landed in it. I just like why it kept calling it the bear in the bow. It's like no ninny. Well, he has oh. trouble pronouncing words. <laughs> but he plays anyway. cello. He should know what that is. Different. He knows one. it's cello because we told him that's how you pronounce no, it. He bow, does it on purpose. Not the bow. He does it on purpose. Regenian. Kajunian. Oh yeah, right, right. Yeah, Kajunian. <laughs> Nobody, that's Cajun. That's not Kajunian. That's how he thinks. What's What's wrong with your children? I don't know. They don't know how to talk. <laughs> so yeah, so we they bust in. They're in the dungeon, and no um, one knows what we're talking about. That's all right. So that's let's all right. Get we'll back get there. To the Hop back on board. <laughs> so they're in the dungeon. Turns out they're in there to get Lancelot out. And Charming has to explain to Lancelot that he and Snow are no longer under the spell because Merlin got them out. And um, actually, that's not true. Merlin didn't get them out of the spell. Emma did, but he said, we're, we're freed from the spell. Here's Merlin. And so when they're talking to Lancelot about getting him out, he says, oh, boy, what about me? I, I don't know. I don't know what kind of accent that was. I anyway, and so. But carry on. <laughs> so they take Merida with her. And she's really worried because she has to rescue her brothers. And Merlin says, don't worry. Your brothers are going to be fine. And she says, but I don't have the wisps. But the wisps. You don't need the wisps. We don't need the wisps. As a matter of fact, Merlin told her, don't. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Uh, don't no. go chasing wisps. No. Stick to the rivers, rivers and rivers and the streams like you used to. Been <laughs> <laughs> so funny Prefer- if he'd have done that. <laughs> oh, and then he took some of the soot from the thing and rubbed it on his left eye. <sighs> there you go. This this full we're going circle. Off, we are going off the oh, rails. It's a crazy train. So then. Um, Rumble, we we go back and we see Rumble apologizing to Belle. We're back in present day and he's in the forest and all of a sudden he's holding Chip and you know what's going to happen and it's so sad and he shatters why, why, Chip. I, I, I just, what? I didn't like that. Why? I, well, it's just, I don't know. It, it made me feel, I don't know. I just, I didn't, it didn't feel good to me that he had to go destroy the cup. Well, that's just the whole to, point. It's uh, not supposed to make you feel good. That little cup I was know. such a symbol for the two of them. And he was sad. And then, of course, he picks it up and starts. I just feel like you could have worked through harder the to find something else. Well, and the rock was right there. He could have just bent over and started rubbing it on the rock. Or something. Or, or I don't. The script said drop chip. Pretty that's much. What he did. <laughs> so back in Camelot, Merida and Don't Belle, go off script. <laughs> you remember the last time. Merida and Belle are <laughs> lagging behind. And she says, why are we getting so far so that people won't see us when yeah, I do what this? Was- Bonk. Merida, I'm telling you, she is mean. And this she's is, not brave. She's mean. Well, that that that's an excellent point because we're we're this was in Camelot, so she yeah. wasn't under control. No, she uh, did it on her own free will. One. Yeah, she's mean. That was that, that wasn't that. That's very, being a bully. That's she was a bully last episode too. Yeah. She's not brave. Not I think brave. the next time we watch that movie, I'm gonna say this is not brave. Bra- this is bully. Hitting someone in the head is not brave. You're Ever. Right. No. No. The brave thing would be asking for help. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we go um, we go back to present day and we see Emma and Merida. And they're realizing that Rumpel's gone. And Emma's voice is all smooth and sing-songy. And it drives me nuts. It really does. I said that. And she tells Merida that um, she, the good thing is that she knows that, I wish I could do it. I wish I could do it just like she was doing it. Well, now we know that Belle still matters to him. It's almost like she's trying to be sexy. That's what I'm saying. It's like and she it's feels not like working, kind of like when you try to <laughs> approximate the voice. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. <laughs> well, no, it's just, you know how people, when they're trying to be all different, 
Like when you have a cold, your voice sounds really cool and it's real dark and it's real, uh. well, it's like, she's trying to do that and she's trying to make it sound like she's in charge and she, so, blah, so, blah, blah, blah. I just don't. So the dark swans from the valley now. <laughs> is it, like, oh so like Merida. <laughs> no, it's just, it drives me. I don't know. I just, I'm a, I'm a weird. It, it, it is a little irritating. Voices are very, I'm very particular with voices you know this voices, i'm well aware there's people i can't listen to on the radio there's sports people i can't listen to because of their voices and the cadence in their voice and so i'm a real big voice person and i just can't stand what she's doing with her voice and i can't understand why she would do it regina doesn't drop her voice when she's being evil she's just regina she's got more of a lilt in her voice it's like emma has just done all of it backwards mm. trying to i'm going to be dark now how many people you think listening actually have that ha, are are hearing you say this? Yeah, yeah, me too. I can't stand it when people sound a certain way. It click. <laughs> that's that's their power. That's fine. They're more than welcome to do that. I support that. I decision. am very hard on who I, I like. I'm, there's people that I just don't <laughs> listen to because their voices make me crazy or the way that they talk. Like I said, it's very it's about cadence. It's about I don't know. There's something I'm weird. I guess I took a lot of voice and diction, so I pick up on stuff. Oh, you oh, did. I did. About that, oh, was that back in that college? Uh, yeah, a life and a half time ago, back in the day. Okay, Merida. get back on track. Here we go. So, Merida and Belle flash forward back to Camelot. They're in a boat, and Belle wakes up, and Merida says, "Oh, I thought you were never going to wake <laughs> I up. I was afraid <laughs> you were never. I going was afraid to wake you up. were going to be dead. Is basically what she was saying. Yeah, and then we hear all of Merida's <laughs> backstory. I don't know if we're supposed to feel sorry for her at this point. I don't, I don't feel sorry for her at all. She's just kind of annoying me. Um, she tells her the backstory and the brothers have been kidnapped because the three tribes dudes want them to marry her. They don't think she can be a queen on her own and she's lost their trust. That's really all we know. Well, they lost her trust because she got her father killed. Well, but we don't know that yet. She doesn't oh, okay. tell Belle that until they're hiding behind the rock in plain sight. I still don't understand how you... Anyway. And so, um, and then she says, would you give up your dreams? Oh, wait, that's the Emma voice. Would you, <laughs> would you give up your dreams for a man... She's not, a, she's not a leprechaun. <laughs> That's what she sounds like. She's not a leprechaun. <laughs> Becky Lynch could play this part really, really well. No one knows who Becky Lynch is. I bet people know who and Becky Lynch is. Becky Lynch, for those who don't know. <laughs> she's a wrestler. She's a, a WWE. She's a WWE Wrestling diva. for WWE. And she's Irish. And I would like to... Is she not? No, she's Australian. Oh, same thing. <laughs> <laughs> My point, she could probably still... Sound better than Merida. But She's her got the hair and her, but her red hair looks just as unnatural as that wig that Merida wears. I like Merida's hair. That's okay. the, really the That's only thing fine. about her that I don't dislike. That's fine. <sighs> That's fine. So they're back in the thing, and then finally, after she donks her on the head, she tells her this story. Will you help me? Sure. <laughs> Even though you just jerked a knot on my head. <laughs> And what else a, am I doing today? Let me check my schedule. We're in a well, boat. Uh, no one, no, I doesn't look like, like I'm needed in the library, so I guess I can go with you today. <laughs> well, she wasn't back in present day. I so, understand that. So it's not then the we point. flip. There's a lot of flipping back and forth between Belle here, Belle there, and so you kind of really have to just pay attention to what she's wearing. Um, and so we see Belle in the library with much better clothes, and the elevator, the real creepy eleva elevator with all the things and things and things, is starting to make noise. It's and you know, somebody's punk elevator. It's a very cool it elevator, like yeah. It. And so somebody's starting to come up, and she starts grabbing stuff so she can attack it. And the doors open up, and it's Rumple, and he's all crumbly and um, crumbly. And she <laughs> says, and I actually wrote, she That's realizes. A medical term. She realizes he's lame and lame in all caps. Yes. <laughs> because that's it's like she sees he it. Is. She's he's lame and he's lame. He is completely lame. And but so, you know what's not lame? What? Robert Carlyle. Oh, he's he's phenomenal ability. And he's I will phenomenal. say this here sidebar. Yes. I'm not I'm not gonna go out on a limb and say that I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I felt it was a little uneven. But what I did enjoy is the performances of Robert Carlyle and Emily. Mm-hmm. Bell. Yeah. Um, that's actually some of the best acting on this series and in, in this episode that I, I've seen in a while. Well, they're, I mean, they're, they're a good, strong couple. They've been they through, are. you know, they've been through everything. She loves him. She wants him to be better. She knows he can be better. She's completely turned his life Do- around. So so just as we're talking, 
when you watch something without the volume, for some reason, you can pick up the nuances yeah. in facial expressions uh, and the performance. And is does it are you, is it just me or or with the volume off? Do you see? Is it more even more captivating? Yeah, I think so. Well, his face. I mean, his face tells a story. Should watch all TV shows with the volume, volume off now. That's a great idea. But to be able to convey the emo- because hadn't I not even seen this to convey the emotion that they're conveying you in this know. scene? Yeah, it's very powerful. Yeah, absolutely. And, 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 and you know what I love about this scene? Now, this is the first time they've seen each other. He's been he's been either in a coma slash whatever or missing for I don't know how long. And the thing that I love so much is they're super super close. They're having this heartfelt moment. They don't touch. They're, there's none of that. Everything that they do is just done with words and with facial expressions. And I really, really liked that because I mm. thought, you know, you would immediately think in that kind of reunion situation because, I mean, she's been carrying around this stupid flower for They'd how long. Huggy. They'd be all lovey and huggy and, and that doesn't no. happen. It's like they respect, I don't know, it's almost like it's it's a respect thing or it's, um, there's just so much there that it's like I have to say all this stuff first and there's so much relief on her face and so much sorrow on his face. Well, there's baggage. Well, oh yeah. There's baggage. <laughs> he's he's, got he's some, put her through a lot. He's put her through a lot. And she's put up with a lot. She's put up so with a lot. And she loves him. We get we get, we get back to, well, actually it's Donbrook, not Camelot, right? So yeah, they I travel just, to the island. I just say Camelot because that way we know no, it's no, a different no, no, place. I know they're not there. Uh, so they get to the, the witch's uh, little hut. Uh, there's magic in there. There's magic in there. And I, I'm, I'm pretty sure Belle was wondering if there'd be some ibuprofen or Tylenol. <laughs> she was going to whip up a potion with her incredible headache she must still have from getting hit in the head. Yeah. <laughs> She's bouncing back pretty well, though. She is. And so apparently you have to have a More cauldron. helpful than I would be after someone hit me in the head. Yeah. I would just like to point out that I have a problem with her being so ready to help. After being hit in the head. And kidnapped. But she was also hit in the head. Yeah, but she's been in love with Rumpelstiltskin, who's the dark one, for a really long time. She's not really used to people treating her maybe, you're going to go back to the hit in the head thing, aren't you? I might. Okay. So they have this cauldron. She brews up this potion. And with the potion, they can see through the smoke exactly what's happening to the brothers with the three dudes there and um, points for casting because they found guys that looked just like the characters in the movie. It was kind of funny. The kids Only looked at them. Up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I meant the men, the three suitors, oh, the ones yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. they wanted her to marry. I, actually, I would say that the only one that really looked like them was the guy with the, the blonde, uh, the blonde yeah. hair. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, but the yeah. kids instantly know who they were. Very doofy looking. Yeah. 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 The kids instantly know yeah, who they course. were. That was good. Um, so that was that was pretty cool. And um, so the they show's see, always done great job. Well, I on, know on it's just casting. something like that, something so random. You know, I mean, these weren't huge characters in the movie in Brave. I mean, they were, but they weren't. And so to use, it, they could have done something different. Is all I'm saying. They didn't have to stick to it. But yeah, you're right. They've always always knocked that out of the park. So um, they're seeing all this in the mist. They know that the brothers are going to be executed. They know why and where and all that kind of stuff. And so. Merida says she, um, oh, Belle says something about fate. You know, you have to have uh, faith in fate. Um, oh, we can save them from the fate. And, and Merida goes, fate, that's it. And so she finds the other spell and she says, I know just what we need. And so then we flash to Zelina. Oh, gosh. Who has turned out to just be so much fun. Oh, absolutely. She's just she's got that same glee like Regina does, and like Rumple does when they're doing when they're doing their stuff. There's just they're full of glee. They're so evil. They're thrilled and they're happy and they sparkle and they twinkle in their eyes. And I love that they and just she, chew it up. Oh yeah, I was gonna say she just chews up the scenery, yeah. and every scene she's in is a delight. Although for this particular episode, you're like, oh, this this isn't gonna be good. It's not gonna be good, but it also didn't feel like it was necessary either. Either, but they must be setting something up for the future yeah. because really. Outside of the story they were telling this episode, why? Why was this scene in there? Well, it was the, good. Yeah. But, you know, it must be part of an overall a bigger picture. Bigger yeah. picture. Well, it's got to be because we see, um, you know, she wants onion rings. She's pregnant. Oh, well, who doesn't want onion yeah, rings? Yeah, because I, I kind of I've watched this now and I want onion rings again. <laughs> yes. I know. Ooh, onion rings. Remember are those delicious. onion rings from the zoo? Those were the best onion rings we have ever had in our lives. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know if it's zoo grease. I don't know. But no other onion rings have ever tasted like that. 
Huh. That oh man, we're gonna have Those to go to the really zoo good. to go get some onion rings. That's fine. I want to go to the zoo because they have the gorillas now. Oh, that's true. We haven't gone and seen them. So, um, so anyway, so we see Zelina and she wants the onion rings, and we hear that Regina, excuse me, the mayor has her on an all organic, all this, all this, and so she, she shoes the nurse out. She doesn't want any part of that nasty food. Poof, black swan in her thing, and and she said, "Oh, the dark swan." And we were trying to remember when we first watched it. Mm. And then the kids, we were trying to remember, is that the first time anybody's actually called her the dark swan? Like we've known it in the advertisements and we've seen the pictures, but I don't know if anybody's called her that to her face. I don't know. We'll we'll really have to look at that because the minute she said that, I was like, you know, I don't think we've heard that. Maybe so. I I mean, maybe somebody's sitting there going, you dummy. They say it all the time and I'm just not clicking on it. I think so. So that's what Zelina calls her. And um, the next thing you know, they're sitting in Emma's kitchen and Emma's got these takeout bags with her, which I love that she can do that now. How awesome would that be? Yeah, you go dark, but you got dinner whenever you want it. Yeah, yeah. So, and then all of a sudden, here's all these French fries, and Zelina's very happy. She's getting her, or not French fries, sorry, onion, onion rings. rings. She's getting her onion rings. She's eating her food. And um, I would have like, just given her Funyuns until she took the deal. Funyuns are delicious Although as well. they are good because they're crispy like a chip and fun like an onion. Where did we hear that? Oh, the was Muppets. On the Muppets. <laughs> I was like, why did <laughs> we just hear that? Why are we talking about Funyuns? Yeah, they're why are you, like why are you giving her what like she wants right out of the gate? Well, ah, I, I don't know. know. And so Zelina asks her what you want. And then like you said, there's like this long lapse where Zelina says, what do you want? And she's taking out the onion rings to start eating. And then we see Emma still standing there when we get back from commercial break. Zelina's finished. What do you want? Yeah. And so she just stood there and watched her weird. eat her onion rings, it which is very like poor- polite. Felt like poor editing on Maybe she part. was just she's a very polite yeah. bad person. I remember being pregnant. I really? know how these cravings are. Oh, you L- meant Emma. Oh yeah, not me. <laughs> not me. Okay. No, 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 no. Just no, sure. that was that other dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's not me. Yeah. In junior. Maybe next time. So um <laughs> so again she says, Hey, what do you want? And um and so Emma pulls out the apprentice's wand and said, you know how to use this. Nobody else does. And she said, well, I appreciate the compliment. Thank you for thinking of me. What do you want? And um, and she, Zelina makes reference to the fact that, you know, the the dude that we always see mopping or sweeping in the hallways, nobody's ever said who that is. Like we have never known from season one who mm-hmm. the patient is. I always actually thought it was a nurse, but it's a patient apparently who's mopping or sweeping. They've never, I, I, I always wondered if that's going to be somebody. It's some, somehow it's got to be. Anyway, apparently he's chatty. Everybody's somebody. Thank you for that. And everybody has a story to tell. Wow. So apparently <laughs> he's chatty and he has told Zelina or told whomever about Henry or it's gotten packed that Henry about Emma busting on Violet's heart. Henry's heartbroken. She's taunting Emma saying he's never going to forgive you. I know what that feels like. I know what that betrayal feels like. And Emma says, um, I don't believe that. And, and she says, sometimes things can't be forgiven. And Emma says, I don't believe that. And she looks at her and says, I killed Neil, ready to kiss and make, kiss and make up. And I thought, wow, that's like the that best line of the whole. That was cold. The best line of the whole season that was so, so far. Cold. But it's, it makes you, makes you realize how just far pr- she's. Just to prove my point to you that I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Let me, let me refresh your memory. Let me remind you of this horrible thing that I did. In a personal and intimate way. Yeah. Yeah. And then she she just flat out says flat out says Man, you know I I don't want to help you I don't need your help. Um, Unlike you, I don't mind. I'm being okay alone. with yeah. being alone. Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. Because being alone is probably one of the the primal fears. Yeah. You think about it. No one wants to be alone. Well, and the way Emma grew up, but she really, surely doesn't want to be alone. But really, is it so much being alone? Or is it being lonely? Oh, wow. We're going to do that. Well, no. I, I think there's a distinction to be made there. Of course there is. There's a huge uh, difference. Because right now, Emma is alone and lonely. Hmm. And she's in her, her big old house all by her lonesome, sitting in her kitchen, drinking her one little cup of coffee, tea, whatever it is she's drinking. She's not drinking her hot chocolate with her cinnamon. Well, why would she? Well, because that was her thing. That's not a very dark drink. Unless it was dark hot chocolate. Dark hot chocolate. <laughs> it's dark hot chocolate. That's what it is. Uh, you know, Zelina to me is the best evil person on this show. Well, I mean, I know Rumpel's evil and Regina used to be evil, 
but she's like a different kind of evil. Yeah. Like a, I'm trying to think of how to say this to make, for it to make sense. And she's just very cerebral, very, yeah. it's more of an emotional thing, I guess, and control and kind of jacking with people's emotions. And that, that's an extra kind of evil to that's, me. Yeah. Whereas Regina and, and Rumpel was always about just using power mm-hmm. uh, and, and to get what they want. Yeah. Whereas Zelina just delights in it. She delights in it and and wants to utterly destroy people. Yeah, and will take the time to do that in the most delightful mm-hmm. and whimsical, however it best suits her kind of way. Mm-hmm. She's evil. Yeah. She's not bad. I think there's a difference. She's, I think Regina and Rumble are bad. She's evil. Big difference. Hmm. But she's so good. And there's more coming. Oh, yeah. And, and, and the baby. Oh, the baby. What's that all going to be about? No. I'll be, I'll what's, be the, what's the end game there? With the baby? Well, she wants a baby. She wants something to love. I mean, she's fought outside. She just wants to take the baby and go away. Huh. And just have somebody who'll love her. I mean, that's all she wants. I mean, you get down to it. What do all these people want? Why did Regina choose to be dark? Because she wanted love. She lost love. Why did Rumpel choose to be dark? Because he lost love because the chick ran off with Hook. I mean, who wouldn't? And then why did um, Zelina turn bad? Because her mom didn't love her enough. And so, I mean, love is the common core for every stinking bit of that. Emma, Emma had a horrible childhood because she didn't have anybody who loved her because she was abandoned. And so all this was because of love. I bet money. The whole reason she chooses, we'll find out eventually to not get rid of the bad is because of love. It'll have something to do with it. It's always love, 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 love. Nah. Ah. Psh, pish posh. Love. <laughs> it's overrated. So Rumple and <laughs> Bell um, are back in the library. He's a complete coward. Bell says, or he says, we need to go to the shop. There's magic in the shop. We can, we can do something. Oh, oh because that, that works. Magic is proven to fix everything. It's mm-hmm. always worked out mm-hmm. every time we use There's magic. There's never any consequences. And, and well, maybe not every time, but this time's going to be different. I just feel it. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> and he didn't want to go. He's he like, no, I, I'm sorry. He was I can't. scared. He I can't. was scared. And I can't so do it. we heard the story no, about his leg. Uh, I can't. I, I can't do yeah, it. Yeah, we heard the story about his leg. She said it's only 100 yards away. He says, you know, I can't do that. I can't run. And, um, so we hear that, you know, she said, you know, the only reason that your leg happened is because you walked on it to get to your son. You were trying to protect him. And she said, you know, behind, I've always seen the man behind the beast. Now I, I see a hero. You have to see it too. And so the next thing we know, um, uh, I'm going to skip around the next part, but then we see them in the shop and he's made it to the shop and he's reaching in the cabinet for something. We don't know what it is, but he says, this will help them get out. And then all of a sudden there's an arrow poof and Merritt is there and she's going after him. Well, hang on. Mm-hmm. How, how does she miss? We, we we saw her earlier in the forest when she was taking target practice. And yeah. she was splitting arrow. She would shoot one arrow, hit the target, and dead center, the and then split the arrow yeah, and that was with the, the scene. next arrow. That was the scene. Sorry, I shouldn't have skipped. That was the scene right before this one. And um, yeah, and we see how, how good of a shot she actually is. And she tells Belle, or Belle asked her who taught her. And she said, my dad taught me, you know, and... I was, you know, I knew that there were more than bows in my hair. And so she gets into all that. And then, you know, she said the dad, her dad had taught her, if you... um, King Fergus. If you... If you remember what you're fighting for, you'll never lose. If you remember what you're fighting fighting for, for, you'll never lose. You'll never miss. You'll never lose. Same thing. No. No. Okay. So, so yeah. So why did she have such a bad shot? The kid said, well, they, she ran and the bell ran in the door and slammed the door and they didn't know what side she was on. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they just needed to add to the suspense of the scene. Maybe they did. It's how they wrote it in the script. That's right. They told her, don't actually shoot her. (laughs) That would be bad. Pretend. You know. Miss her. If you clip her, you wing her, it's okay. Just don't. Hit any vital organs. Mm-hmm. And so she comes busting through. They're hiding. And so there's drama there. And all of a sudden, the next thing you know, she's about to shoot him with the arrow. And Belle pull, literally pulls the rug out from under her. Bonk. Donks her in the head. So see, that's payback. 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 And so then next thing we know, we see Rumple and Belle in his fancy Cadillac 
driving, driving, driving. And she realizes he's trying to get him across the city line, county line, state line. That's how you know he's town line because he has a caddy. Oh yeah. It's a nice, it's an old, you know what I've noticed? Old school. All of these cars in the show are from like the eighties or the seventies. Cause that's back when cars were cool. Well, that's true. Cars today are like little pieces of junk. Well, that's true. Those things are like battleships back in the day. So she's arguing with him. No, we can't do this. And he said, it's the only way I can keep you safe. And so meanwhile, we see in Regina's lair that um, the the Scooby gang is in there and they've got the mushroom and they realize that they can communicate with Merlin through the mushroom. They found it. The Crimson Crown. The mushroom. And so they said they have to have the person that he made a promise to. So they go and get Arthur. Of course, Arthur's going to help him. Of course, after everything you people have done for me, I would love to help you with this. But I need some time alone. It wasn't a, it wasn't a promise. It was someone that he gave the prophecies to. Prophecy. Yes. Yeah. Someone that was chosen. Yes. And so Arthur was their only connection. Right. Right. So, hey, let's go get Arthur. We know he's no good. Right. We know that he's just a cheat sure, and a liar. I'm sure he'll be willing to oh, yeah. help. This time he'll Why wouldn't for he? sure help. He I mean, he's a king. He's noble. Yeah. He's a he's a knight of the round table. Right. So what if he's horrible? So they, you know, he needs a moment because sure enough, Marlon probably won't talk to me if you people are around. Uh, Last time I was by myself. Hold up, guys. As with a lot of things that I do. I need to do this alone. That's right. It only works when no one else is watching. That's I'm right. I'm only invisible when no one when else no one is can looking. See me. And so, sure <laughs> enough, they leave. Okay. Why? Okay, who, Arthur. Who? <laughs> I'm going to get choked up here. Uh-huh. So, they leave. You know, Regina wasn't really having it. She's always. Regina's she's smart. She's no dummy. She, no, she sees She's people. no dummy. But they leave. They leave. And what? so, mm. what does he do? First thing, tosses it into the fire. Toss it into the fire underneath the cauldron right. that they had set up. Because everybody has a cauldron. Yeah. In I, their lair. I really kind of want to have a cauldron. And a lair? Well, I don't think we I could mean, get this, by with a lair. We, we don't have a basement to, or anything. We refer to this recording studio as the Nth Castle. We're going to get a cauldron. I have a plastic one that we have out for Halloween candy. But, uh, close, that'll work. I don't think we can close cook enough. in it, though. I don't. I don't know Melt. if we want to set a fire underneath something that's plastic. No, I don't think we that need might a, not be very smart. We need a cauldron. So he tosses it in. He comes out and says, "Oh, guys, I'm so sorry. No, it, it didn't just, work. It didn't work. It didn't, it just did it. F- f- sadly, f- fizzled. Sadly, it just went. Pfft. Yeah, no more. Nothing. No, oh, that's all right. It was, Thanks for trying. It, 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 yeah, I got the signal for a second, and then I lost the signal. <laughs> it went away. Yeah, I had no bars. The cauldron had no bars. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And so, um, so, uh, they're like, ah, oh, well. So Bell and Rumpel, Mr. Gold. Yeah. They're in the car. No. Well, first they, 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 after they knocked Merida out, they retrieved a little bag, the little bag, the little yeah. satchel. Yeah. Of something. We don't know what it of is. Something. And so then we see, um, Bell and Merida walking across Plain sight. <laughs> the plane, the open plane. Wait, let's crouch down crouch down behind this one rock. Rock that's not big enough to hide one of us in the middle of a field. With the flaming red hair. No one will ever see us. Yeah. No. And we just We'll just be quiet. The way that the sun, the angle of the sun in the uh sky right now, uh it, 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 that will lay enough cover to where we can safely hide behind this rock. It'll cast a shadow. The shadow of the rock will. Ca- okay, I'm I'm drowning here. Help me. <laughs> well, no, it's just funny because they're traipsing. I just thought it was funny. They're traipsing across this wide open field. Yeah, and then the minute they get close, they duck behind the thing. Oh, don't nobody nobody sees. saw you coming. Nope. Until nobody then, saw him. nobody saw him. No. And so, um, <laughs> so we hear more Meredith's story, and it's sad. We it find is out sad. that that the whole reason her daddy died is because she missed the shot, and so everybody lost faith in her. And so Bell tells her, you know, this was not your fault. You know, I blame myself for my mom's death. You remember her mom was killed in the Ogre Wars because Belle wanted to go back in the library and grab books and they were all getting out and the mama went back after her and they were both under the table and the Ogre, eh, the mom. And so she said, you know, I had to forgive myself. You have to forgive yourself. 
And so, um, doesn't want any part of it. She says she still wants the potion and and Belle's like, you know what this is going to do, right? She said, yeah, I've seen it. I know what it does. And Belle says, well, these people aren't going to follow you because of magic. They need to see that your wit and your bow are what's going to keep your kingdom. And she was like, ah, give me the potion. That was my Merida. (laughs) You know, the problem I have with all of this is it's almost like it's almost like it's ignoring the Disney movie completely. No, it's picking up. It's no. picking up after. How could it? How could it possibly? Well, what do you mean? It's ignoring the events in that movie the, the, because she learned a lesson in Brave. Well, yeah. And what was that? To not give your mom a potion and turn her into a bear? Oh, Lord. Really? That, that's what I learned from it. <laughs> No, because it talked about fate. And right. You're not bound to the fate that everyone else prescribes to you. Yeah. And what it means to truly be brave. Now, had she learned that lesson. Then none of this would have happened. Then she then this little exercise here was completely unnecessary and she wouldn't have needed the potion well, because she already learned that lesson. Yeah. It's hard to break old habits, though. I, I guess. And you had the potion in the cauldron, so what else would you do? I guess. I, I'm just making an observation. I know. And so um, then we go back to Belle and Rumple, and they're driving, 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 and she says, you know, um, we need to stay. We can't go. And he says, no, the only way to protect you is if we leave town. And she said, protect me or protect you. And so he keeps going, going, going. She tries to jump out of the car. He says, you know, he would crippled himself prior to that he had crippled himself um because he was scared she said you know you did all you did what you did to save your son to protect your son he said no i did it because i was scared i kept seeing people coming back and they were hurt and i was scared and so that's why i did that to myself and um anyway she hops out of the car and he tries to run after her and he can't <laughs> why is that funny the poor man's hurt why are you making fun of him well because running out she didn't really need to run away from him Maybe that was her way of getting a dig in. I don't know. Ha ha ha, you can't catch me. <laughs> run, so run as fast this, as you can. They have this conversation out in the street, and she's done. She's like, yeah, whatever. She's been done before. She's been done many times. And so they have this very touching moment, and um, she goes her way. He bo- hops back in the car, and that's it. That's all we see. And so um, she's walking, 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 and wouldn't you know it, there's Merida standing in the road. And she said, the dark one is making me drink this. It, you know, it's funny the way that she's being controlled. I don't know. So Why is it funny? Well, Explain it's, yourself. It's, I don't think it's, okay, funny isn't the right word. But in the past when we've seen Regina control people, mm-hmm. it's like she can talk through them. Yeah, she would actually hold the heart up to her. Yeah. And that uh, whatever they, that she and said. like a walkie-talkie? Yeah, yeah. kind of like a walkie-talkie. Or like she was a, like they were mannequins kind of. So I don't know. I think Emma's Puppets. controlling. Yeah, that. She's controlling him differently. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. It's maybe, something I haven't figured out yet. There's something that different she's about still it. Learning. Mm, that's true. She's new to all this. I mean, how many people have she, has she controlled before? Well, one Violet. And Even who, then, though, who, she, know, who knows what else? Yeah, and so um, she drinks the thing, swigs the potion, and then all of a sudden she starts convulsing. Blah, 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 but this blah, time blah. is for real. This time's for real. We haven't seen the second time. The the second time. Though. Right. We're and about to. We're about to. And so the next scene after she's turning into this humongous bear. Or Berida, as I like to call her. <laughs> Very nice. Mm, Very nice. You know. What was it? One of the kids were like, it's a black bear. Aren't you supposed to stand still? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't it doesn't move. matter. I don't. It's a magical bear. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it. Yes. I tell you what. I tell you what. We ever come up on a bear. You stand hoss, still. Let's see how still you can stand. And so the next scene, we see um, they're still hiding behind the rock, and we see the three boys on the stakes, and um, the dark-headed guy with the blue arm is talking blue, just like Jurassic World. Blue's talking, and um, she hops up. Are and- you are you connecting one of the leaders of the four clans to a velociraptor? I am. And well, they have the Jurassic same blue. <laughs> Yeah, he had the blue arm. The dinosaur had the blue marking. Okay. So just, Blue's talking. She stands up and taunts them, which really didn't seem like a good idea. And she's like, oh, you're going to regret this. So we're going to regret this. To be fair, though. Yes. In this situation, if she was the rightful queen and they were the leaders of these clans, 
he was speaking on behalf of the other two, so in a way, he was the beta. Just like Blue was the beta in Jurassic World. In Jurassic see? World. So huh. she says, just you wait and see. You'll be sorry. She downs the potion, potion. Just you wait. And then she looks at Belle. Did you mix it right? <laughs> Belle nope. was like, I switched it. You it's did just what? water. Yeah, it's just water. What? <laughs> and she said, you defeat them with magic and they won't believe in you. And so um, then... She goes into her whole story saying, I should be queen. Stop kicking me I'm sorry. under the table. Why are <laughs> you kicking queen. me under the table? <laughs> and they say, well, no, you shouldn't. And so they go ahead and decide they're going to execute the three brothers. And boom, boom, boom. That was my arrow sound. And then next thing you know, she, ah, and she fooms her own arrow. And just magically, her arrow fooms through the first one as it's about to hit her brother. And the Bloom. second, boom, and the second one, and then the third one, and then all of them are just like, oh, their mouths are wide. That was my, their mouths are wide open. And so they start kneeling to her because they realize she's she's pretty awesome. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so uh, then she said, you saw what I could do with. Are you just reading your notes? Well, hey, I'm trying to remember stuff and trying to be helpful and inform- informative. Fine, I won't look at my notes anymore. <laughs> I wasn't just, just reading my notes. I'm just messing because there's with so you. much that's good. Because like she says, you know, like they the dude blue gets the sword. She's like, dude, you saw what I could do with my arrow. You really want to test me? And so anyway, I liked her better as Berta. Berta. And so they hug. The brothers are hugging, and she's happy, and she's the queen. They're all bowing down to her. It was just some. It was just a mass of redness. Red. It hair. was a lot of it red was, hair. Uh, there was a lot of red hair. And so then she's done. She's got her brothers. Everything's good. And then the last we see of her and, and Belle and that land is they're putting, she's putting Belle back on a boat. You know, I hope you find your dude. I hope you, everything works out and says, you know, um, well, I'm not going to give up. And she said, you don't strike me as the type that gets going to going to give up. Hope our paths cross again. And Belle's back in the boat. Merida's back on the thing. And so that's all of that for that part. Do you think um, we'll ever see Merida again. I mean, we see her more in this episode, but well, I don't know because the rest of the episode focuses on them back in present day, and we see um, uh, Rumple comes in, or the bear's about to get Merida, as you're calling her, is about to get Bell. Of course, Bell falls down a hill because that's what you do when you run through the forest at night, and the bear's about to get her, and Rumple comes up and and kind of um, um, distracts her. And so the next thing you know, the bear's swiping at Rumple and Belle's screaming, she's going to kill you. And um, Rumple sacrifices himself or tries to, like to put himself in harm's way to protect Belle. And then he throws the bag of mysterious magic into Merida's mouth and she transforms back into Merida. And she said, how did you know it was going to work? Belle did. And he said, I didn't. So do you think this leather pouch is still in her gut? Surprise. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm glad she didn't choke on it. Because he threw it right into her mouth. Because something like that, if it goes all the way down, unless the pouch was magical itself and dissolve, she's going to have a leather pouch stuck in her gut, and that's going to require surgery to get out. Yeah, it's like a corn cob and a dog. That's another story I, for another day. I thought I asked you to never bring that story <laughs> up So ever again. You know what? No. No, we're going to tell that story. We're going to tell it now. Okay. So we had a dog. Ash. And he got very, very sick. He did. And he started crawling off into the back corner of the yard uh, as sick uh, and potentially dying, as we thought might be happening. Uh, dogs tend to do. Mm-hmm. Go off on their own. And so when your children come to you and ask you, you know, what are you going to do for the dog? You find yourself having a hard time telling them, well, he's dying. There's not anything that we can do. No, you're going to take him to the vet because that's what you do mm-hmm. as a good parent. Mm-hmm. You take him to the vet yep. and they go, oh, well, uh, he's got something stuck uh, in his uh, intestinal tract. Can't get it out. Uh, it's going to have to require surgery. So, okay, fine. You know, it's not cheap, but again, how do you look your kid in the face and say you didn't do everything that you could do to 
help the dog out. And so you go back to the vet after the surgery uh, to pick up said dog. And they're like, hey, let me show you what we dug out of him. Cool. Hey, what is, oh, gross. What is that? Well, it's a corn cob. Apparently, apparently he got a hold of a corn cob and he swallowed it mm-hmm. and it got stuck and he mm-hmm. couldn't pass it and it was making him very sick. It's like, well, I, I, I don't know how he could have possibly got a hold of a corn cob. I, I know that we, you know, from time to time, we, we buy the, uh, frozen corn and, and it's that the, those small pieces that you just, uh, you know, boil in the water and, uh, you enjoy them. And then when you're done, you put them in the trash and, uh, you know, it's like, well, none of the trash bags have been disturbed recently to where, uh, you know, the dog maybe could have got it out of the trash and the dogs don't get out of the yard. So they, they wouldn't have gone anywhere else to get uh, this, you know, I, I have no idea how he could have got this corn cob. And so come home, Steph, I asked, I tell you the story. I'm like, I, I have no idea how he could possibly got a hold of the corn cob. And what do you tell me? I gave it to him. Yeah. You gave it to him. I did. So. It was uh, a treat. Yeah. Oh, it was a treat for your old dad. That's for sure. (laughs) I had had this other dog, Mandy and even duck. They loved corn cobs. They would eat them all the time. What dog doesn't? What dog does None of them had ever had trouble. I didn't know. Now, have we ever, ever, ever done that since? No. I learned a lesson. Ash was fine. Now we know. Don't give dogs corn cobs. Please don't. Please don't ever do that. Because it could cost you money. Well, and it could hurt (laughs) them more importantly. Absolutely. They enjoy them, but they're bad for them. I remember not being happy. About that little scenario. You were not happy. We no. didn't eat corn for a really long time either. Mm. So back to <laughs> once upon a time, we um, see Merida, Rumple, and Belle back in Emma's lair. And he says, I know what you want me to do. And she said, you know, I'm, I'm so glad that you came back. <sighs> and so he says, we need to make a deal. And she said, you're really in no position to make a deal. And he says, well, I know what you want. If you want me to do this, then you got to give Merida her heart back. And you have to tell me where my brothers are. And so anyway, Emma says, oh, I was done with it anyway. And she shoves the heart back into her chest, which I still don't understand how she does that. But anyway, she shoves the heart back into her chest. That's the one thing that you have there were, a problem no, there's, with there's tons of stuff. on the show. No, there's tons of stuff. They never That's get the one gooey. Thing. They never get messy. <laughs> and so as as before Rumple's about to do this, you know, Belle says, well, what if it doesn't work? And and she says, we'll be prepared. You clean up his stuff. You were his maid after all. She's not very nice. No. That was just ugly. There not was no nice need for that. And if it so, wasn't for that, love would not have grown. That's true. They would have never fallen in love no. if that hadn't happened. So forget you. That's right. Dark swan. Yeah. And your stupid voice. And so Rumple puts his hands on the sword and voila, he pulls it out. And it's still not got the tip. So I'm still trying to figure out what? why him. Because he was a blank slate. She, no, he turned into a hero. No. And it needed to be. I, 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 no one else could have been heroic? No. It had to be some. No, I don't know. That's the way it had to be. That would it had have done to be it, him. That would have done it without. I guess no one else would have done it. Of their own free will. Because essentially he did. Right. It was on his terms. Which everything is, seems to be. And and so Absolutely. we saw him. It he, was like he has a game. Yeah. Of course he well. does. And so hmm. you saw you saw who he's gonna be without the power, but still with that kind of he had a swagger back. He did have some swagger. He got his mojo back. He got his mojo back. Yeah. Nice. And so um, you know, he said the thing that you what you did now is you've made me a hero and um, <laughs> you've made a terrible, you've done a terrible mistake, terrible mistake. Cause now you've turned me into a hero. And there's lots like, of heroes in this town. There's a lot of heroes in this town. Yeah, but they're not me. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. So all in all, mm-hmm. 
it was an okay episode. No, you know, I mean, it, it progressed the plot. It it absolutely did, and we got to see, like I said, we got to see him. He's not weak anymore. He's not. He's not um, lame. <laughs> Lame in the all caps, not in the physical sense. Um, and he's got his mojo back, you know, and he and Belle seem like they're going to be okay. And Merida has her heart back, which is very important. And, um, oh, and so at the very end, they're back at the cauldron. because Oh, well, you know, I may have jumped the gun a little. We forgot to oh, mention the that grannies. there was the flash. Good old grannies. I love grannies. I don't know if she exists anymore. I think granny. I granny, she might be the under dwarves, the- and Robin must all be off somewhere Taking care of Roland. I mean, somebody's got to take care of the baby. Well, that's true, because they brought the kid, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the baby. Yeah, where's the baby? And the Where's kid. the baby again? And Roland. Yeah. They the got baby's got to be getting too. hungry. Oh, yeah. What's going on? I don't know. So they're back at Granny's. Emma. They're um, not the best parents. I think we said that already. <laughs> really not great parents. Emma and Merlin are in Granny's. Emma back. She's not dark swanny yet. She's still wearing all of her white and she realizes because they have the Apollo candy bar in Granny's because Merlin's magic and he can do that kind of thing. And she, he said, the last time I've seen one of these is when I got it out of the sticky hands of a little girl or a little girl had sticky hands and she puts two and two together and realizes it's the same dude to which why goes, I told you it was the same <laughs> dude. We're like, dude, we know. And um, he said, do you remember what I told you? Do you remember what I told you? Do you remember what I told you? And she said something about Excalibur. He said, he'd my warning. It could be very bad. You could lose everybody you love. And, um, anyway, so then we see all the stuff with the thing and the thing and him pulling it out. Sorry. We missed that part. I like, that was very nondescript. I appreciate that. The The part that was right before the scene where he was reminding her of what not to do. Right. And it went right to the scene where Where she did it anyway. anyway. Right. Right. And so um, after Rumpel pulls out Excalibur and, and tells her, you know, now you've made me a hero, you've made a terrible mistake, Merida gets her heart back, then we see the cauldron, the Scooby gang's back at the cauldron, and they realize that there's one more person that Arthur had... had um, uh, Arthur, there was, an, uh, there was another person in Storybrooke that had a connection. A to connection to Arthur. Arthur. And they realize it was the author who happens to be... Correct. Henry. Henry. And so Henry comes in. Oh, it was that someone that was chosen by Merlin. Right. And both of them were chosen by Merlin. And so Henry comes in and she said, are you sure? Regina said, you sure you want to do this? Very motherly. You sure you want to do this? And he said, yeah. You know, he said that the person that ripped out Violet's heart was not my mom. That's. I like that. I like the fact that he was acknowledging. So I already felt like there was some healing there Mm -hmm. a little I don't. I think it's still a long way to go before he would ever fully forgive her. And I don't see how you could after something like that. Um, but I love the fact that even, but well, this is he's a kid. Yeah, but he sees the difference. But he sees the difference, yeah. and and I think that's cool. And yeah. I think that's that's an important skill to have. Is you have to separate. Uh, sometimes you have to separate someone's actions uh, in a specific moment. Um, separate that from who they are overall, right? So you've got this bank built up of all the good things that you've done. And so you, you, it's good. As a parent, I rest, I have some comfort in that. I hope that I have put enough into the bank uh, uh, account for my kids. So those times when I screw up, which, you know, it's going to be often, they can go, okay, well, yeah, that was not okay. But, I know in the grand scheme and the overall story, you you either didn't mean that or that's not really who you are. Right, right. No, it's very good of him to realize that. And so um, he tosses in the little magic mushroom and uh, Marlon appears. And <laughs> he does. It was very, it was very uh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah, incredibly Wizard of Oz and Star Wars. Like when she's <laughs> yes. kneeling down doing the, help oh, me, Obi-Wan. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. And Regina says, whoa, we get his voicemail? That was pretty funny. Yeah. I that love was Regina. Funny. She's got the best lines. What? We get his voicemail? And he says, you know, if you're getting yeah. this, if you're seeing this, things must be really bad. It's like, oh, that's never good. And um, <laughs> and he says that the only person that can help you now is... Nimaway. Nimaway. And now, after so many years... I actually learned how to pronounce the name. You ever had that? You ever done that? For you, years you, and for years, years, years you, you thought uh, something was pronounced a certain way, and then you find out, no, it's completely different. 
from no, that. No, because I pronounce things so wrong anyway. Oh. It doesn't, I mean, I'm not Kajunyanine, well, but What about yeah. song lyrics? You, you hear oh, a song yeah. and you, so, okay, it's the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Same thing. You, you hear a, a, a you sing, a, you even sing it. And then someone explains to you or shows you the lyrics. You're like, what? What? Oh, those were the words? I'm I had no think. idea. There's one that I always get wrong. And I think I was singing it one day and you looked at me and said, what are you singing? And I started laughing. I said, well, it's so-and-so. And you said, no, that is not what they said. It's like an old classic rock song. It's a, um, what's the black magic woman? No, it's not black magic woman. She's anyway, it'll come to me. That's a Santana song. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, that was like seventies, wasn't it? Or is that yeah, late, late Santana? Late 70s, yeah. yeah. There's something I, I have no idea what you're talking either. about. I get a lot of things yeah. wrong. Anyway, this so, will be one of those things like either later tonight or tomorrow in the middle of the day, you'll just find yourself doing something and you'll just blurt out. No, what's going to happen is I'll be driving in the car and they'll play the song <laughs> yes. and I'll be like, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's and what it was. If someone's with you, they'll n- they won't even know what you're talking well, about. See, now that's and, all I keep trying to hear in my head is that song. <laughs> that's great. Not really. No, it's going to infest my brain. Do you notice that the smoke when they perform magic it's is green. unique oh. to every character? Well, yeah, everybody has their own color. Yeah, I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. Not necessarily something I just noticed this year. It's just, it, it's one of the things that they Witchy consistent- woman. That's what it is. Witchy woman? Isn't it that, ooh, witchy woman? Pro- probably something like that. That's what I always I sing. Yeah, I sing witchy woman and that's not what it is. Anyway, it yes, the smoke matter. is it, well. It does matter because it's going to make me crazy. Sure, it wasn't smoke on the water. No, I know that. Dun dun dun. <laughs> there was a country song that my friend Deanna used to always sing, think that he was singing about potatoes. I was like, <laughs> think he's singing about potatoes. <laughs> anyway, so they get his voicemail, and he says, "The only person that can help you now is Nimway." Yes, and we don't know who that is. Yet. Well, we know. I think I mentioned this last episode because I know. No, I know, seen, but we don't know in the show yet who oh, that is. You and I, we've talked about it. We have briefly, and it should be interesting because Nimaway, uh, like I said, I think I touched on this a little bit last episode mm-hmm. because I knew that we've episode seen the previews. seven, right? Uh, the title of the episode was Nimaway. Yeah. Uh, we know that their Nimaway traditionally, at least, uh, had a relationship with Merlin. In fact, he was infatuated with her. But she, if I remember correctly, tricked him uh, or used him to gain knowledge and had him teach her how to do certain magic. Hmm. Uh, she she was, was a witchy woman. See? There you go. And it's all full circle now. <laughs> we are always full circle. You uh, just got to hop on and wait for a while. I know that she was, um, you know, you always hear reference to the Lady of the Lake. Mm-hmm. Well, there's more than one, right? And so there were like ladies of the lake. So I know that she was oh, in that. that number. I don't know if she is the one that would have later uh, given Excalibur back to Arthur because mm. he was handed that thing. He, he not only pulled it from the stone, and then that one was destroyed and then was restored later and was given to him by the lady in the lake. Um, so I don't know. It's interesting because I think that she, if they go the traditional route, I think, you know, they, they, they could kind of paint her as someone being evil. Mm-hmm. And that would certainly fall into what we were kind of speculating from last episode where we see him dealing with the dark one, the one that put him in the tree. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the one that destroyed I, it seems her. pretty clear to me yeah. that Nimue, uh was the dark one. Right. Uh, I, it was interesting in the preview um, when they were holding the dark one's dagger and the name kept and changing. it started cycling through the names. Yeah. Um, I could have swore I saw one on there that said Gorgon, which would have been kind of interesting. And we'll, We'll get into that into another episode, but who's Gorgon? We'll get into it. All right, another episode. I I, I kind of want to save that because if I can extrapolate some of the other names that are on there, it might be kind of interesting to kind of mm. kind of see you know who else has been a dark one because up until now uh, we know we know of how many dark ones we know Rumple mm. we know the one before him 
that he killed. That's right. Whose name I don't remember. Um, was Pan ever a dark, dark no. one? No. Mm-mm. He was, he was just, just evil. evil. Uh, and then, of course, Emma now, and mm-hmm. then who we suspect to be Nim away. With her gold mask. Yeah. Well, and at the very end, um, Merlin said, I've got to go the dark one. The dark one's coming. And then the, the voicemail ends. And Hook said, what did, what did Emma do to him? Well, I think his, I think the quote was, what the hell did Emma do to him? And the way the Hook said that. There's uh, not a lot of love there. No, there Mm-mm. wasn't. Mm-mm. Uh, so it's interesting. It's interesting because, uh, yeah, I, I think there's, they're just kind of shocked. Mm-hmm. You know, they thought, okay, we'll talk to Merlin. Everything will go back to normal. But Merlin's kind of on the run. Yeah. Well, and you know, and why? Movies- yeah. So why is that? Why? Why would Merlin be afraid? So, so I don't know. I think we'll we'll see more next week. I'm I'm intrigued now. Yeah. Uh, Merlin's so powerful that what he was kind of. It felt like he was kind of running scared. Well, you know, and in the previews, we see that Emma's holding the dagger and she's standing next to at one point she's in the, she's conjuring up this Nimue chick. And, um, so, you know, and it it all goes back to originally, why did she choose to stay dark? And she says she's protecting everybody and she's taking their memories so she could protect them all. So I don't know. I, I I think, I mean, obviously we're going to learn more because that's how that works. They can't just not tell us anything. Um, yeah, I, I I think I'm looking forward to next week, and I know that you have to have episodes where you're getting all the story stuff. So I'm glad to see Rumple is no longer just old man in the forest. Oh, we know we're getting more of Rumple, uh, shoulder Rumple. Oh, we saw shoulder Rumple uh, in the previews. For, we were super next, excited when we saw. It. We're like shoulder Rumple for the next episode. I love I, shoulder Rumple. You know, I'm 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 curious as to whether or not we'll get to see any more Camelot characters. Mm, um, I don't know. Uh, you know, there's. Uh, Morgan Le Fay, uh, Mordred, although I don't think we would see Mordred because he was uh, Arthur's son. Yeah, and I, um, I think one of the things that I saw at the beginning, remember at the um, the very first thing that they did before season one, or excuse me, before episode one started this season, the fan thing that they had done, I think one of the producers had said, you know, we're not getting into Morgan Le Fay and all that this time. Oh, okay. But, you know, whenever they talk about it, they always throw out the... This time, because yeah. I mean, there's, the world is their oyster. They can do anything. Yeah. And there's so many other. So much stuff they could do. So many other ones. And, you know, the whole. Um, I'm trying to remember wh- who were there some of the knights that were with Mulan? Was it last season, season before? You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, when she was. I, you what, know, I don't I don't remember. What were their names? Because there's the whole Tristan. I don't know. And Isold. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they had a movie. They did. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember who was with Mulan. But I think there's a lot of other characters. And we know Camelot she's coming back. Apparently a lot of people are coming back for yeah, the episode the 100th episode. Um, and they're pulling out all the stops for the 100th I feel, episode. I feel like they're just going to take and pack every, everybody people. into that episode. All the people will be in it. And typically they make those like extra long episodes. Yeah. So I'd be curious to see if it's an hour and a half, two hour type special. I'm okay with I that. I wouldn't be surprised. But it, they got Pan coming back. They got Cora mm-hmm. coming back. Yeah. Um, another witch is coming back. Um, what was her name? See again, I try not to. You read try all not of it. to read. I any try of really stuff. hard I, not to read all of it. I don't, I don't go wanna... out of my. I don't go out of my way. But well, I mean, if you search, you can find anything, right. and I just don't. I you know, I want to be surprised. I want to enjoy it. I don't want to know. I'm not the person that wants to know. Of course you don't I, want to know until it's time to know. It's time to know because then I just get, oh, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know it's coming. And then I'm like, oh, it happened. Okay. I like to not know. Plots were progressed. Plots were progressed. We learned a lot about, we'd learned enough about Merida to. Be done. I'm done with Merida. <laughs> no more her. No more Merida. She can go run her kingdom with her brothers and her mama because her brothers are safe by their mom's side is what we heard. So. If mom's still alive. Mom had gotten exiled. Oh, why is Merida queen and not the mom? Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's some sort of Scottish something. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Because Unless she kept I calling herself the rightful compl- queen. No, she said the mom had gotten exiled. I'd have to, you know, I'd have to watch Brave again because I, I thought the mom was the queen. Well, she would have had to have been the queen because she was married to the king. Well, if you get exiled, obviously. You yeah, but 
why would Merida come back and be queen if her mom was still around? I don't know. Hmm. I feel like I've missed something there. Hmm. I feel like that's probably something that's clear and I just missed it. No, it's possible. That does happen from time to time. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll be back next week with episode seven. Yeah. Nimaway. 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 Okay. Sorry. Uh, also want to say thank you to. I also wanted to say thank you. Are you done? <laughs> um, I think so. Yeah. To Natalie. For yes, Natalie her with note. an H. Yes. Um, really appreciate your letter. You s- set us straight on some details uh, about a couple of episodes ago, mm-hmm. I guess. And I love getting notes from people that are so passionate about Once Upon a Time and just are are so willing to share that passion and uh, just knowledge. Yeah. And we appreciate you listening. We absolutely do. um, You know, keep, keep sending us notes. Please do. Keep listening. Keep, keep sending us updates. And, uh, you know, we'll, we want, we need to start having segments where we actually do readers notes. Can Uh, I do it in Emma's voice? Readers notes. Readers notes. Readers notes. Listeners. Readers. Oh, yeah. I don't call do that. listeners. That's that seems too formal. It's too Fraser. It's too Fraser Craney. I'm listening. We'll read friends' notes. How's Aww, that? That sounds sweet. Uh, but we, we do sh- we do appreciate y'all writing in. That's very sweet. We appreciate the updates and the news. And when we get something totally wrong, please set us straight. Yeah, always. And I think we should have a segment, maybe at the beginning of the show, uh, where we talk about kind of recap some of the things and make any corrections or clarifications. <laughs> we would spend 30 minutes fixing <laughs> what we had true. talked about. That'd be the whole My show. My goodness. Okay, we have like, 10 minutes to talk about the show <laughs> that about just the happened. Well, and you know, in the last episode, <laughs> I had listened to, we were in the car, and so I listened to the first part of the last episode, and I realized I kept saying it was Henry's dream catcher that they had found on the table. It was not Henry's dream catcher. It was Violet's. Now, I fixed it in the last half of this, the show that we did last week and but I, I, I had it so wrong and it didn't i knew it wasn't henry's i meant violets i said the wrong thing so i'm sorry if anybody was like oh man she is such an idiot no i knew it i just said the wrong name because i did say it right later but i was listening to that going man i can't believe i said that that was just so dumb and you know i can't help but think that emma left that dream catcher out for them to find well she does nothing on accident no i mean she no. does nothing on accident so if you want to contact us, you can do that. Email me, josh at nthcast.com or on Twitter at onceuponeth. Thanks for listening. 